Good evening. The NFL Week 5 DFS show is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast. They're giving away an autographed DeAndre Swift jersey and a merch store gift card. Get all the details by following them on Twitter at SGPN Fantasy. We're also brought to you by the MLB Gambling Podcast. They're giving away a Major League Baseball jersey as part of their wild card playoff contest exclusively in the SGPN app. We are the NFL Week 5 DFS show for DFS Week 5. Isn't that ironic how it keeps going in chronological order, Scott? I'm sensing a pattern. I I think we have it figured out. Uh, Now we just have to make sure all the patterns align and we pick the right plays. Oh, the best plays, <laughs> the top plays. Uh, how are you doing, Bo McBrayer? Underscore uh, Bo, Bo, Bo underscore my big time on Twitter. I'm Nimble W Numbers on Twitter, yeah. by the way. We didn't say that before. Scott Simpson and Bo McBrayer. Bo, how are you doing, brother? Excellent. It's hump day. Oh yeah. Yes, I, I also. I, I'm I'm already excited for the slate. Week five's got a, a, an interesting mixed bag of games. It does. It has a lot of high totals too. In that. 49 48 47 range last week we saw a bunch of 40s 39s 41s i hate that that's not how we want to roll we want to roll big time scores we want lots of scores uh a la the uh the the lions and the seattle seahawks that 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 kick one thing that's going to be tricky for the main slate though is that we finally have some good primetime games coming this week and the london game on sunday mm. morning is going to be a couple of good teams on that uh, off the main slate with the Giants and the Packers, both three and one going to London to play at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So they're not going to be on the main slate, but there's still plenty of great plays here to dive into. Uh, Is your first game that you're seeing Pittsburgh at Buffalo with that gigantic point spread? 14 points in the NFL is that's like a 48 spread in college. That's like Alabama against Fordham. Yeah, it's not good if you're Pittsburgh coming into (laughs) Buffalo I thinking I'm thinking of like Ohio State hosting Michigan in the in the time when Michigan wasn't as good uh, and, and they would come in and uh, there'd be some trouncing going on uh, years of it. This is kind of what yeah. we're dealing with. We got the varsity and the JV. Uh, no offense to Pittsburgh, but they got a rookie quarterback, Kenny Pickett, uh, coming in last week. He scored two rushing touchdowns. Good for him. Found George Pickens. Um, but in this game, I'm, I'm looking at the studs. I'm looking particularly at Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. I love that stack. It's a little expensive. It's going to make you, you know, 16-6. But you can add Fire Muth and a couple other cheaper parts here with some injuries on the Bill side to make yourself like a nice game stack. Uh, let me ask you, though, who do you like? on the Bills side other than Stefan Diggs and, and Josh Allen, who everyone loves and we love as well. That's it. <laughs> actually, yeah, no. I, I'm going to actually run that stack out there another time because it's such a good stack. Uh, the The Steelers are decent at stopping the run. Well, the problem is the, the Bills don't run the ball very much unless it's Josh Allen himself, which really lends to that that upside that he has every week. And especially through the air this week, because the co- the corners for Pittsburgh are not good. Mm-hmm. They have Minka Fitzpatrick. That's about it out there in the secondary that's making plays. And he's a good player. 
anytime you see a spread this big in the NFL, I'm almost always taking the underdog because it's so hard to cover that kind of a number, even if the teams are, aren't evenly matched as it appears on paper that they're not. Hence the spread being this big. I also kind of feel like this is going to be an under game because Buffalo is not going to have to keep their foot on the gas pedal the whole game. I don't think they're going to have any trouble slowing down Kenny Pickett in his first NFL start. Uh, especially when they're a top five defense, a top five defense against a guy making his first NFL start with no offensive line. Uh, it doesn't seem like they're going to be able to score very many points on Buffalo. So I think Buffalo can get up to 21 to three, 21 to 10 lead and just kind of coast. And I don't think we get anywhere near a 47 total. So I will keep it skinny in this game and not game stack. I'm going to do a Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. I might throw in a little Devin Singletary or, or a, or a Dawson Knox kind of offshoot. And in a big tournament, I might throw in Khalil Shakir, especially if Isaiah McKenzie cannot clear concussion protocol. Nice. I like that. Uh, All right, let's jump to another game that has a similar total, 47 and a hook for Cleveland hosting the L.A. Chargers and and Justin Herbert. Oh, man. Uh, Justin Herbert leading the alarm. Yeah, sounding like indeed. Justin Herbert leading the NFL in receiving, or sorry, in passing yards with his number one receiver, Keenan Allen, out with a broken rib cartilage floating around in the nebulous of his uh, his throwing side of his body as well. Uh, what can this guy not do, apparently? Well, I've been telling you guys for three years that this guy is just built different. He's just hyper competitive. He's got all the physical traits, he's got the intelligence. And it's everything you ever wanted in a quarterback. And he's on a good team. The Chargers and the Browns are, I think, are going to shoot out big time. I think they're going to, I think they're going to hit a 55, 60 total. Uh, One reason is because Nick Chubb is out there. And if we don't, if you haven't watched the Chargers this year, it's kind of like last year, except they're a little bit better at getting off the field on third downs. They were dead last against on, on defending third downs last year in the NFL. They're better this year. They're still the same exact 30th against running backs that they were last year. So they're, they, they're not good at stopping the run. And I'm, I'm bringing in the leading rusher in the NFL, Nick Chubb to run amok against this, against this weak run defense. I'm loving the Nick Chubb play. I'm actually loving a lot of these Browns plays as leverage against a chalky, Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler business, because you're going to see a lot of those guys, same guys in double stacks against the Browns defense, which is, hasn't been that good either. Yeah. One thing I love about this game, too, is the Chargers give up around 27 points per game. Uh, the Browns give up 23 and a half. So you're looking at an over total of 50 points given up combined uh, by these defenses. The total is only 47 and a half. So you're looking at a four point margin right there. That's a little bit of a yeah, a little bit of a, a sneaky trick. Uh, that they're trying to play on you and and Stefanski likes to run the football we know that 53 percent of the time he's running the football every time right I think I've got something for that 60 percent of the time it works every time well actually it does because he does it 56 percent of the time at home and they're home so that 53 percent it's weighted really like he does it even more when he's at home uh and so you're going to see a little bit uh, of uh control the clock but he's not going to be able to control the clock because Justin Herbert's going to get the ball. And he's going to zing it downfield to Mike Williams or Josh Palmer. Listen to this. This is great. I love this. Uh, we've got – no offense to these guys because they're they're better than me. They can kick my ass. But, uh, you know, we've got Newsom 
and we have Ward, uh, Greg Newsom, the second Denzel Ward. They're ranked 64th and 93rd on PFF, respectively. And I said, I don't think that's respectful. So, you know, that's that's not good. Uh, also, not against the best passer in the NFL. <laughs> and in those one-on-one matchups against uh, Mike Williams, he has 35 to 40 pounds on both of them. Right. And mm-hmm. he's got several inches on both of them, too. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, hey. don't say penetration. Uh, so uh, I do think he'll be able to get behind the defense, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and and touchdowns. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm going to go with the Mike Williams stack, but the Palmer stack is a nice contrarian sneaky stack, too. Uh, and you got to run it back with Chubb if you're going to stack it because Chubb all day what about chubbs chubbs in there chubb is in there like swimwear Um, i'm also a huge fan of keeping the gerald everett train going this guy's scoring points every single week and still can't get any respect gerald everett is the perfect match for this offense and it's showing that i mean they they targeted jared cook 85 times last year oh my god and now you have a guy who's actually athletic Uh, jared cook used to be athletic but he was a billion years old last year and still got 85 targets from justin herbert and they still targeted the other tight ends as well last year. And now you have all those guys are, are pretty much out of the picture. And Everett's getting all those snaps. He's he's running all the routes. And he's benefiting because he's a great run after the catch tight end too. Justin yeah. Herbert's enjoying himself with that new little toy, especially with Keenan Allen not out there getting open on the intermediate routes. Gerald Everett slipped in and he's putting up big numbers this year. I don't understand this, right? He's got 14.4 points, 13.1, dips a little bit, 4.5. Okay. Comes back 17.1. They raise him $200. He should be like 4,800. I just, okay. I just, I can't do it. You know, uh, it's, it's too much. It's too much. Um, <laughs> all right, but it's okay. I'm not in charge of DraftKings. I'll just benefit off of their stupidness. Uh, all right. I think we need to, 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 to get to an ad read because I feel like we've been yeah. going for a long time. Let's go. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Last week, someone turned $6 into four grand. Plus, they got a free $1,000 bet. Win bet truly. Hashtag DGENs only. There's no, there's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. Next game on the slate, Scotty. 
Okay, so the next game, it, it doesn't look like on paper that it's something, but I think both these defenses shoot have out, been, shoot yeah. out. I mean, Jacksonville's defense has been better, but divisional matchup here. Houston coming in, their defense has not been good. Uh, they like to give up points, but then they like to score points too. Um, we had somebody actually ask a question in the chat, and I want to give uh, Michi a little bit of uh, run here on the show since he's watching. Appreciate it so much. Um, so, who do you like? If you have to sit one of these, Jamal Williams, Leonard Fournette, or Damian Pierce. Pierce is in this matchup, and the other two running backs we're going to talk about as we get on the slate walk. Uh, shoot, man. I probably oh. – it's really close. I'd probably have to right. bench Jamal Williams. He had such a crazy good matchup last week, and that's why he's so chalky, so popular. Uh, Pierce is on one. He's going to get a lot of volume for the long term. Same with – with Fournette. Fournette's he took a little breather last week, still did pretty well, even with negative three yards rushing. He had some receiving volume, found the end zone. He paid off no matter what you do. Fournette and Pierce are, are gonna keep going consistently based no based on not on matchup, but based on just how much work they get. So yep. yeah, I'd probably bench Jamal Williams, but it's close. It's close. Yeah, and I like it. I, I told him to go Curtis Samuel over Najee Harris just because the upside in, in that game. There's no Jahan Dotson. You, you have a, a funnel, uh, and Curtis Samuel is going to probably get 10 targets in that game. So, um, yeah. What are you going, Najee? No, yeah, probably just because I can count on him to get enough looks. Uh, I think Buffalo shuts. Are, who, who, are the, who, are the, who are the commanders playing, by the way? I'm in Tennessee. So, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know. It's good. Close, but I like Najee's volume. You can't you can't bench your studs. If it's a first round pick, you're not benching them. Yeah, you can't you can't bench first rounders. That's that's for sure. Um, in, in this matchup, are, are you stacking uh, Lawrence with anybody? Are you going uh, naked on the quarterback? No quarterback and doing a game stack with a, maybe a running back, a wide receiver? How are you attacking this? Well, the last couple of weeks I've been kind of down on Christian Kirk because of the matchups. And he did score a touchdown week three, which bailed out people who did roster him. Last week, he was non-existent, just like I said he would be. And so if you faded Christian Kirk last week because I said so, you, congratulations. You you avoided the, the chalk bomb. You avoided the chalk bomb that was a complete dud. And this week, you I'm back on Christian. Yeah, I'm back on him this week because if you're stacking, you're stacking against the Houston Texans heavily. Yes. So I, I love ETN in this game. I love J-Rob in this game. And then your Christian Kirk, Trevor Lawrence stack is going to be extremely viable as a value saver, as a leverage play, and as a sneaky shootout. Like this this mm-hmm. game has a very uh, – has a couple average at best defenses. But I, I think the Jags handle them. The Texans are really bad, like really, really bad. And the yeah. Jags have been surprisingly good, but still kind of average, two and two. They lead this division of futility – I think they handle their business, and you can still play the Texans. You can play Pierce, even though he's chalky. I'd probably rather not. Mm. I'd I'd probably overload the Jaguars side here, but there are there are some leverages out there like Nico Collins that you can play in a in a game stack. I just love the Jaguars side of this. Yeah, and I gotta say, uh, Jamal Agnew sucking out two touchdowns last week. What a mind! <laughs> what a mind up! All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. I, I do like Christian Kirk a lot this week uh, in my Nimble W Numbers article. Uh, it's a you know GPP plays to get you paid, right? Um, I, I put in uh, Mike Evans, a little bit more expensive, but in that same range. Uh, but Kirk was the one I was going between Kirk and Evans. I, I had to go with with Evans. He's got 30 touchdowns with Tom Brady in the last three years. I just, I mean, it just seems it, good. 
seems good. Yeah, right. Seems real good. So, all right, uh, let's jump over to a game that uh, I'm not excited about the game, but I am excited about what Justin Jefferson is going to do to these Bears <laughs> corners. I, I don't know if if people actually know who the Bears corners are, um, but they're not very good. Um, I know who they are, and yet you're right. They are not good at all. We were just talking are- about the Browns corners being bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bears corners are not as good at scent. Let me tell you, uh, Kindle. The Bears Vildor. wish they had Denzel Ward. <laughs> right, right. Kindle Vildor. Uh, it sounds like a, a guy out of Middle Earth, but no, he's the best corner they have. He ranks 87th in coverage. Uh, that out of 108, that's not good, right? And then the second best they have is is, is Kyler Gordon, who he ranks. Get this, 103rd in coverage out of 108. So if, if you're going, to he's their rookie. He's their rookie high pick. And he's getting targeted. He's getting yeah. ex- he, there. Go- just like what happens with just about every rookie corner out there. There haven't been very many rookie corners that come into the league. Good, like ready made. Yeah. Uh, and he's definitely not because he's getting exploited on pretty much by every offense that's played the bears so far, except for San Francisco week one, where they couldn't throw the ball anyway. Yeah. Uh, but him again, any, any of these guys against Justin Jefferson against pretty much anybody, uh, this is going to be an ugly one. And the only yes. chance the Bears have is to keep them off the field with their running game. Yep. Yep. If you're stacking, it's Khalil Herbert season, my friends. I know last week he disappointed. Listen, it's a week to week game. It doesn't mean last week is indicative. Justin Jefferson you can't could play the Texans every week, guys. You cannot. But um, you saw what Latavius Murray did consistently just get feeding, feeding, feeding. Um, th- there's Gross. a good run. Yeah, it was. Probably- <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, good, good, good offensive line there in New Orleans, uh, and so uh, you know Chicago offensive line not as strong as New Orleans, but but volume, volume, volume in this gross game, they are going to slow it down. I think this goes under unless yes. Minnesota blows them the hell out and just. Which destroy- you know, Kirk Cousins is not good enough to do that. Nope, he has not been it. good this year. Uh, he had his one good game in Week One. He looked pretty shaky last week in London, and it wasn't it wasn't like the it wasn't like the Vikings were otherworldly moving the ball up and down the field on on the Saints. We saw yeah. Jefferson own Lattimore, but that was about it. It was yeah, and also if you look at this uh, Minnesota defense, they, they I mean who, who's on the other side? You have Andy Dalton throwing the football. Kirk Cousins <laughs> is better than Andy Dalton. Let's just say that. So. Uh, I think it'll be a, a nice little uh, run for, for Minnesota. I think they crushed them handily. I take, I'm going to take the seven in this matchup. Um, how about you? How are you leaning? Yeah, I'd probably take – no, I think the Bears will cover. And it's going to be a closer game. Uh, I, I really don't have any respect for Kirk Cousins right now. He looks awful. He looks yeah. atrocious. Uh, I would actually do a little, little face-off stack with Justin Fields and Justin Jefferson. Because fields in a comeback type of play where they're going to be forced to throw the ball more than they have. They've been keeping it close all year. And that's because the running game has been so good that they haven't been blown out. I think that even if the Vikings do get off to a nice lead, that we're going to see the, the Bears be forced to throw the ball more which is either going to be really, really good for Justin Fields or really, really bad because he hasn't been making the best decisions this season. Yeah. No, I agree. And, and this is called a setup. Speaking about making great decisions, <laughs> that's one of those, you know, 
home run balls that you just, you know, not, not Castellano home runs, but like a real one, you know. <laughs> are, we, are we moving on to the ad read here? Oh, maybe. All possibly. Right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you ever wish that before every NFL game, you could get up to date and accurate information before placing bets or locking in your fantasy lineup? Well, now you can with the Elias Game Plan app the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and Major League Baseball. Whether you're part of a fantasy tournament, placing bets, or just a huge sports fan and stats nerd, Elias Game Plan has everything you need. Elias Game Plan is a sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau, official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports League since 1913. You see and hear their trusted facts all the time from ESPN, your local radio broadcasts and television broadcasts. But now you can have all the stats, facts, and team and player updates in the palm of your hand, all backed by the renowned research team. The head-to-head comparisons really inform my picks. Elias Game Plan app really just breaks it down easy for you. You get the key injuries, and it, it just makes it easy. I don't have to go searching through numerous sites. I can just pull up my phone, pull up the app, See, it's right there. Everything you need, it's filterable, and I can bring it up anytime I want. I could be laying in bed watching Sports Center and bring up Elias Implant app and do it. Take these this NFL season to the next level and download the Elias Game Plan app today. Choose from three game plans when you subscribe: weekly, monthly, or annual. I can get you 25% off your first month when you choose the monthly subscription. Just use our promo code SGPN25. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN25. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use our code SGP. It's time you level up with the Amazon to Amadon with the ultimate bushwhacking tools from Manscaped. Where did that, that come from? <laughs> that was great. That was perfect. <laughs> I'm just reading it here and we have Manscaped too. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick on contests versus other people for the shot at winning a quarter million dollars plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20x your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. Scotty, the My Lions, guy. we got the Matt Patricia revenge game, it's, the Patriots hosting the Lions. It's interesting. <laughs> uh, I wonder how much T is going to be involved uh, with, with the offensive, you know, defensive coordinator meetings at, at the, the middle He's of the field. Run, there's going to be some running the football in this game, I tell you what. Uh, yeah, I don't think that it gets to, to 46, even the Lions do score a, a lot of points, so. Um, and give and, up a lot of points. And they give up a lot of points too. But I do think it's going to – maybe it does. But uh, I, I love the running backs in this game, particularly uh, on the Patriots side of the football. The Lions just hand over points. You saw what they did with Rashad Penny uh, last week. They were just like, 
can you score some more touchdowns, please? Just maybe one. No, maybe make it two, please. More touchdowns. It was gross. Uh, unless you're a penny uh, prosperer, and then you're very excited about that. <laughs> so, and by the way, I want to say, uh, Bo McBrayer on chalk blocked. Uh, you know, he called Penny. He said at 4,900, he was a slate breaking play. So I listen. Oh, and, and what happened, Scott? He broke the slate. Oh, you broke the slate. Oh, see. Yeah, right. So if you had if you had my two top running back plays, Austin Eckler and Rashad Penny, did you win? You did. You won the money. Right. You won yeah. the money. You won the money. Yeah. Now it, it's good to be good. No, let's just. Yeah. Yeah, but it sucks one. to suck. It does suck to suck. So in this game, though, I think there's some sucking that goes Disgusting. on. It's <laughs> Disgusting. not great. Quarterback play is not great. I like Jared Goff, but I don't think he he lights it up against the the, the, the Pats. I think this game is a little low. But Ramondi Stevenson or Damian Harris, they're only $100 apart. If you're leaning pick one em. or the other, pick them. I said the same yeah. thing in my article for Sports Gambling. I, I've not published it yet, but it, I, I advocate for Damian because he's got the touchdown equity at the goal line. Ramondre could come in and, and I think they're both going to score a touchdown in this game. I agree. I agree. If there's a prop out there, double touchdowns for them both, parlay it or do it on uh, you know one of the different apps, one of the different sites you could do. I'm yeah. not going to say anything, but yeah, please do. Um, <laughs> right. Let's jump over to a game that is kind of gross. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, not not the greatest. I mean, he's a little sneaky, but still not the greatest. Uh, Tyree Kill, though, is the greatest. I think he's the greatest player in this game. Uh, right now, he's the third leading uh, wide receiver in DraftKings points. He's giving, he's scoring about 24 uh, points per game. I, I did not fade Tyree Kill this year. I swooped in, in, in the guillotine league, Paul Charchin's league. I'm doing well. I've got him, right? Uh, he came all the way back to me uh, after the second round. Uh, I loved it. Uh, uh, what do we think about Tyree Kill? 8K. Are you stacking him with Teddy in this matchup? It's a pay down stack. No. Three. Not no. doing it. This is not the week for for old Tyreek Hill. Uh, it's Teddy Bridgewater kills this offense. He's not good. He's, He's turnover good. prone. He's turnover prone. They already have enough trouble running the football. Uh, this is going to be a tough game for the Dolphins to win unless they just start breaking off big plays on Yak. Like I don't see Teddy Bridgewater throwing the ball down the field at all. Tua didn't do it very much. I don't think Teddy does it at all. So it's going to be have to be the Raheem Mostert or Chase Edmonds that does it for the Dolphins, or maybe Jalen Waddle or Mike Kosicki. I don't. I think if they get to the point total they need to hit, it's going to be through weird stuff. And the Jets, they're not as bad as we thought they'd be this year. Their offense has a lot of weapons, and I'm going to be playing a lot of Brees Hall, Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson. Zach Wilson's just going to get better as this season progresses. He has the weaponry. He he looked okay the first game out there. It wasn't wasn't the best game. He threw some picks, but we know Zach Wilson's going to take shots, and he do, he took shots. He he went he went after it. Uh, is he is he going to be a great DFS quarterback play? No, but we have explosive playmakers on that side of the ball that we can at least throw out there that hardly anybody is going to have. Yeah, would would you rather have Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, or Corey Davis? They're all really. Relatively priced. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I'll have a little bit of all of them. Hey, right answer. Circle gets the square. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, agreed. All right, uh, let's talk about the next game. Atlanta going into Tampa Bay. I just want to tell you something real quick. Maybe you did know this, maybe you didn't. 
Tom Brady in in the four games he's played against Atlanta as a a, a buck. He's he owns Atlanta. He's like ten and zero against them. He just you know he owns them. Um, but uh, uh, he's thrown fifteen touchdowns and fourteen hundred yards and plus some some change in these four games. And then the, the news breaks that his his wife and him are now separated and might be official. Um, is he going to go nuclear in this game, or is this going to be just a, a total flip the script? Does not happen, and it's a run game just to throw everybody off. What's going to happen? I think he's going to throw three touchdowns in this game, but I don't know about nuclear because I don't know if he hits the yardage that we're expecting. He he threw for a bunch of yards last week because he kind of had to. They were losing. They were losing. Yeah. yeah, they were losing. The Chiefs were scoring forty one points, so yeah. Tom Brady aired it out. And of course, Mike Evans against man-to-man coverage, like the Chiefs run, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. That's why I had a lot of Mike Evans in, in my showdown slate last week because it was just a no-brainer. You had a guy like that that can that can go up and beat man coverage like a drum. And I it's don't think people. I know they're not going to see a lot of man coverage from from the Falcons. They're going to see AJ Terrell. They're going to see uh, Casey Hayward. Those are zone corners that are going to be tough. On the outside, but so they're, they're a, short though. Let's just be honest right now. Those guys are both like five eleven. That doesn't that doesn't matter. Okay. It I think zone coverage is tougher on Tom Brady so and Mike Evans. The end zone though. If you're looking in the end zone, which is Chris what, Godwin. Chris Godwin. You're going Chris Godwin. I like that. Chris 59. Godwin is the leverage play here. Eight uh, percent. I think Evans is going to tick up in the chalk a little bit, but he's a full thousand dollars cheaper than Evans, and I just feel he has a better matchup. The Falcons are soft in the middle. They're not soft in the outside. Terrell and Hayward are great corners, and that's the strength of this defense. Where are you getting your projection numbers, by the way? I don't have them yet on Run the Sims. Run the Sims. How, how are they up for you? I don't even have them over here. My Sims giving me a base projection. Oh, it's not, but is it giving you the ownership? Yeah. Hmm. It's, it's early, but it's it's something. I'm not getting any. I got my Sims need to be run. I don't know. I was going <laughs> Super Sims. That's good to know. Well, you keep the project. You keep the uh, the numbers coming because I, I do need to know. Um, oh, oh, they just updated. Oh, okay. Now I got it too. Oh man, I feel very powerful now. Yeah, that is a <laughs> play. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know it was such a cheap play there from from Godwin. Holy crap, that's crazy. Um, Isn't that great? Isn't that wonderful? Great. I didn't know that. See, I did see that would have changed my whole perspective. I would not even talk about the lovely Mike Evans. Well, he's lovely though. Um, so, but- and here's the thing: is if we think that the Bucks are going to handle the Falcons, which I think it should be clear that they are. Yeah, they are. Uh, we're playing Kyle Pitts again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, forty-four hundred guys. Ride or die. You can never not. DFS do- is ride or die. DFS yeah. is exactly what Kyle Pitts is made for. He's going to drive us into the he's going to drive us to the poorhouse in season long because he's going to have five, six, seven, maybe eight spike weeks where he's un- otherworldly. And we then you're going to have your him. Arthur, you're going to have your Arthur Smith games where he sees four targets. Yeah. Did, did you like my tweet that I sent out about? Uh... <laughs> oh, you're, you're relentless with it. It's, <laughs> it's every every bad week. We're going to get all these Kyle Pitts and Arthur Smith memes. You and Mike, you got him on every league I'm in with you. So I, I'm, I'm more just giving you a hard time because I couldn't get any shares. I've got zero Kyle pictures on any teams ever. 
You guys are animals, by the way. Yeah. But so far, Kyle Pitts is showing up as extremely chalky at 4,400, which yeah, is yeah. pretty pretty understandable. Oh, but if you're doing a game stack here, I, I would still do it as part of a double stack run back. Uh, do an Evans-Godwin stack and then run it back with Kyle Pitts to break up some of that chalk. I still want a piece of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. All right, uh, are you playing any Rashad White? Any, you know, anything going on here? You know, sneaky. He got in the end zone. Yeah, deep, deep, yeah, deep tournament play, just in deep case. Um, Fournette still. I, I think it kind of gave Fournette a breather game because <laughs> he was getting so much work. Oh yeah, he's gonna. They want to win the Super Bowl, so better than the the late touchdown by white was his five receptions for 50 yards that was more important for me to see than than him finding the end zone third down usage uh when you needed a first down yeah i love that that's that's man stuff there uh speaking of man stuff we'll transition over to derrick henry going up against the washington football team after two lackluster weeks scoring eight DraftKings points week one week two uh in the 25 two in a row double touchdowns you see it more importantly 11 targets, not nine receptions. Oh, what? It's what? happening. What? It's happening. What? What? I don't understand. I'm out of seizure there. He's actually a PPR back now. He's, He's getting more targets than Alvin Kamara. Figuring it out. Four, four, five targets a game, five and a half targets a game. The last two. Hey, guess guess what it took? Two losses. It took, it took Arthur Smith leaving town. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> You know, I, Arthur Smith left last year and they started to remember early in the season. Yeah. We saw Derrick Henry get targets last year. He broke his foot. He was out, but he comes back this year and he's catching passes. Arthur Smith has a track record of ignoring the best players on the planet. Not well, just not using them. Right. But ignoring them. Well, we'll think about this though. He has Cordell Patterson and he runs him, runs him, which is fine. But imagine if you use Cordell Patterson in space and then gave him the ball, he wouldn't have to juke nine guys. He'd juke six guys or three guys. It's just it's, and, Cordero, and Cordell is now in the oh. IR because they gave him twenty four carries a game and didn't throw not, him the ball. He's not a running back. It's just he's thirty one years old. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a seizure on. I gotta stop. Okay, but in this game, uh, Tennessee versus Washington, Washington sucks. Let's just put play Derrick Henry. Play Derrick Henry. Play Derrick Henry. Play Derrick Henry. And, and play the Titans defense because even though they don't get a lot of pressures, Carson Wentz, he has, listen to this, Bo, you're going to love this, four games as a commander. He's averaging two turnovers a game. He's got five picks, three fumbles. So He's, I, just, he's got more turnovers than a bakery. Oh, my God. And the French, he would not keep them in business. They, he, he would keep selling them out. It's ridiculous. So I, he's I like got more that. turnover. He's got more turnovers than the Walmart distribution center. Oh. Oh, man. Yeah, he's got more turnover than Waffle House, bro. It's not good. Good. Uh, So, yeah, uh, I think that uh, you should play Derrick Henry in the defense. Uh, Are you sniffing uh, Robert Woods? I think there's that idea. Okay, Traylon Burks sidelined. All the targets are going to – no, it doesn't work that way, folks. Um, Maybe this week. Maybe this week because the commanders can't can't just – they they can't cover anybody. Uh, And Bobby Trees is still good at football. And yes. it's at 5,200 this week. That's okay. a good spot. Uh, play it week by week with Bobby Trees. This is yeah. a good week. Commanders are awful at everything. They are they're, a terrible, terrible team. They're going to lose this game, by the way. And I, I, yeah. I live here in the D.C. area, and it's called Misery Monday. So <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Great. Yeah. All right. 
It's crazy that so many of us enjoy the finer things in life and so many of us still settle for blah coffee every day. With trade coffee, you can start every morning with something special. I'm one of those people who drinks a lot of coffee, like a lot, a lot. But I couldn't tell you exactly what makes up a good cup taste so good. All I know is that when I get my coffee from trade coffee, it's great. Not to get too deep, but every day is precious, and we all should make the most of our days. They shouldn't start with mediocre grocery store coffee. You deserve to start your day with the best coffee you can make at home from Trade Coffee. Let me tell you about Trade Coffee. It's a coffee subscription service unlike anything you've tried before, because they partner with top independent roasters to freshly roast and send the best coffees in the country direct to your home on your preferred schedule. Their team of experts do all the work taste testing hundreds of coffees from across the U.S. every month to curate over 450 exceptional coffees that make the cut. The coffee I get from Trade is so good. They can't believe, I can't believe how much I like what they pick for me. And their team actually worked with me to create my own custom collection, which is great for me because, I mean, if you're like me and you want your coffee to taste great, go and check out my collection at Trade. I got that Nebula coffee from mother tongue which is based in oakland california that stuff is great i love dark roast coffees robust flavor a little bit extra bitterness i like a little bitter in my coffee darker the better and what if it's what if i what i got isn't up your alley don't worry trade will have whatever it is you want you can shop their most popular coffees by roast or flavor profile or you can take their coffee quiz and get expertly matched with coffees you'll love Trade is the easiest way to get your very best tasting coffee delivered fresh when you need it. You've got nothing to lose because Trade guarantees you'll love your first bag. If not, they'll work with you to replace it for free. So if you want to su- su- support small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it's time to try Trade Coffee. Right now, Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping at drinktrade.com SGP. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. What is Odds Trader? Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. You can do handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking, player stats, key game stats, projected game day weather. Bet tracker allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Let's wrap up this slate. It, it's getting sexy now. Uh, Geno Smith time? Jesus. <laughs> oh, my Gino God. Geno Smith. Let's just pray what? that Jameis Winston is back this week. Because oh, if, if we have a Geno Smith versus Andy Dalton game, I don't I don't know if I can handle it. I mean, you, you know somebody like Paul Howdy would be real excited because those are probably guys that he was, like, big on in, like, 1995 or something, you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, anyway. In this matchup, you have got a forty-six point total. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it goes that high. I think. Why are the Saints favored in this game by so much? I don't, I'm confused. This is an interesting. Do they not know Andy Dalton to that? Watch the Red Rifle. 
or whatever they call them. No, I, I think they're expecting Jameis to be back with that line. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a nice line. But um, still, I think the Seahawks are going to win this game. And Alvin Kamara is he back too? He's is everybody to back. Everybody. Okay. Yeah, okay. That makes more sense. I still think it's going to be a little bit tougher of a game, um, because uh, New Orleans has not looked great, and they'll let Kirk Cousins, you know, win the game on them. Basically, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean that double doink. What a what a great game! I love that for London. I loved it for the morning. I can't wait to watch, uh, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Saquon Barkley. I was so hungover for that game. Oh my god! Mm, yeah, I, I'm I'm so six thirty a.m. It's so early for you guys. I feel so bad for you. Um, you know. is, there, is there anybody? Else? I don't. Uh, the the roster ship is crazy. Tyler Lockett picking up almost twenty percent roster ship. And then Olave, Olave, 19. Olave as well. I mean, they're, they're right there. Um, they're both at 56, 5,700. They're that mid-range guy that you're looking to kind of pay down for so you can pay up for somebody else. So you, know, you get people getting the leverage and the action there. But right now, they're they're getting owned, literally. Uh, if you play in those two guys, uh, are you, you're not running them back? Is that Are you differentiating? Is that how you're doing it? Or are you just playing one? What, what's your strategy? I'm I'm fading the Saints. Give me, give me all the – I mean – if Kamara plays, I'm playing him, but I don't really I'm not going after the chalk here. It's it's gonna be for me, I want to do the leverage stack. Like we just saw Geno Smith was QB one last week. And yes, it was against a bad defense, but the Saints are okay at defense. Well, who's to say that DK Metcalf can't have another big game here? Mm-hmm. And he's a lot more leveraged than the Olave. Michael Thomas, all the, all these guys that you're looking at from the Saints, even Lockett. I don't know why Lockett's so chalky and DK's not. It well, was DK who had the huge game. I think it's because, you know, the price. People like to pay down for the upside, but it's not always worth it. Sometimes you Rashad get what you Penny, give me all the Rashad Penny in this game. He did not practice this week, or I mean, uh, today. So, so far. Yeah, but it doesn't mean but anything. Doesn't mean anything. And, and look at Christian McCaffrey from last week. That's what I was trying to. Kyle Pitts didn't practice today either. I don't care. Yeah. Wake me up when it's Friday. Yeah. I, I will read the re- practice reports from Friday. That's the only one that matters. Agreed. If it's Wednesday or Thursday practice, it means absolutely diddly squat. Yes. With that being said, though, Kenneth Walker, 4,700. No, too soon. Mm. DJ Dallison, 4,000. Nope. Never. Okay. Not even if there's a fire. Not even if there's a fire. I like that. That's a great quote there. So we move on. This game bum- bums me out. Oh, we already did. I went to the San Francisco game on the on the run the Sims. Uh, this is the lowest total on the board. Thirty nine. Baker Mayfield is hot trash, uh, as we say. <laughs> yeah. San Francisco looking good against the the defending champions on Monday night. Debo came to play. Jimmy jumping around. I mean, you those aren't the same Rams from last year, though. They didn't look anything like themselves. Well, their offensive line is not not good. It's non-existent. And their defense got punked. Like, they got punched in the face. Yeah, they did. By men. They had Uh, no sacks, no turnovers forced against Jimmy Garoppolo. You know how hard it is to not sack Jimmy Garoppolo? I mean, he sacked. The dude falls down three times a game just on his own. I mean, didn't he, in the Jets game, hurt his ankle (laughs) a couple years ago and go out? I mean, he just just stood up. Poor Jimmy. Uh, No, but uh, Jimmy is going to win this game. And I think is the. The Niners' defense is coming in at four percent. Blinky, blinky, blinky. Thirty-eight hundred pay for the Niners' defense. Yes, yes, yes. Build your lineups from the bottom up, as the kids. Jeff say. Wilson defense up. stack right there. 
I love it. It's 5,500. He's got a chance to score two touchdowns this week. Uh, you could run it back with Christian McCaffrey. I don't think I would. No. Uh, personally, no. No, I'm not going to do that. No. Uh, no. You could, though. Um, that's crazy town. Um, what do you think about George Kittle? You know, he nope. is is expensive. Nope. Yeah, nope. well, I don't understand the expense. 5,200. He didn't do any. He scored four points last week. Wake me up when he's not playing left tackle anymore. Yeah, really. When they keep in, that's one reason why Jimmy was standing upright was because Kittle was in there manning people. Uh, so, all right, let's let's get out of this game because it's making me feel icky and gross, and my tea's going down. Oh, this is Rams Cowboys, baby. <laughs> this game, I, I, I got to tell you, Bo, I'm I'm writing my, my stacks article right now. I have a Cooper, I, I call it the Cooper Lamb Cooper stack, right? And it's a law firm in Dallas, right? And uh, uh, my favorite stack. I think I'm making this week because you got Cooper Rush. He's super cheap. I mean, 5,400. Uh, not going to get you a bunch of points. Might get you maybe 20 points at the most. It's okay. That's okay. CD Lamb, though, he's not very expensive either. You run it back with Cooper Cup for some reason, it's a little bit cheaper than previous weeks when he was not 900, not 99 million. Uh, and uh, I, I like it. It's a little cheaper than you'd want because, you know, you got uh, Cooper Rush only 5,400. What do you think about this game and how you're approaching it? I'm fading the Rams from what I saw them against the Niners. The Cowboys defense is better than the Niners defense. And that's controversial because they're both great defenses. They're both top five. Yeah. The Niners punched this offense in the mouth. They made, made all sorts of stops. We might be seeing another Tyler Hickby 14 target game because that's all the Rams could do with the time they had was throw three yard outs to Tyler Higby all game long and then force feed Cooper cuff because he's the only guy that can get open yep. and, or no, Allen Robinson can get open, but they never even look to his side. He doesn't look to this left side. Like Matthew Stafford, the reason why he threw that pick six to Fonga, who Fonga saw all of the games that led up to that on tape. And then he comes in there and sees that Matthew Stafford's only throwing to the right side on every single play. Every single time they're running to the right side, right side. He's not even looking to the left where Allen Robinson is. It's all Skoranek. It's all Higby. It's all Cup. They're all lined up on the right side. Stafford gets the snap. He looks right, and they're running little three-way trips games the whole game. And it's telegraphed. And you you can't tell me that this Cowboys pass rush is going to get after Stafford less than the 49ers did, which it was pretty apparent that they had no protection for Stafford. Stafford wasn't going to have time to throw down the field. They weren't even calling those routes down the field because they knew they didn't have time for it. Uh, I think it's a very similar game to the Cowboys or to the Niners game last week. So yep. I'm playing the Cowboys defense backing it up again because they're going to get after Stafford. They're going to force the guy for Stafford has four touchdowns this season to six interceptions and he's fumbling the ball all the time. He's taking sacks. Yeah, I, I agree with you. PFF actually has them at a negative 20% pass disadvantage. Uh, and so they're going to have to pass the football. They have they have a 2% run advantage, which that's not really an advantage. Uh, so it's going to be a long day for the Rams. And, and they're at home. So that'll be nice to lose it in front of their fans. And, and the Super Bowl champs get booed. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm not a big fan <laughs> of Dallas, but I'll, I'll watch that. And I'll run it back. Let's talk about this last game. We'll get out of here. This is probably one of my favorite games of the. I'm glad it's a late game too. Arizona hosting Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts. The truth. We'll just start calling him the truth. Uh, how are you approaching this? Are you playing him naked? Are you stacking him? If you're stacking him, who are you stacking him with? I'm gonna have all the Eagles all over the place. 
Arizona's defense is awful and Jalen Hurts is good and everybody on this offense is getting work. Miles Sanders getting work. Uh, yes. What we saw last week was the Jags were getting getting put on a short field on defense by four lost fumbles by Trevor Lawrence. And so the Eagles were feeding Miles Sanders on a short field. And lo and behold, he scores Brandy. two touchdowns. He's Brandy. averaging six yeah. yards a carry. A.J. Brown at 90 yards. Devontae Smith was catching everything. Dallas Goddard looked good. You can't play the wrong Eagles this week. And, of course, if you want to go run it back with Kyler Murray, who's a second-half performer, he's a QB2 in the second half this year, uh, I think that this is a, this is a game where it's going to be really tough to go under. Mm, I, I agree. I agree a lot. I think the Eagles could score 40 points themselves. So Kyler Murray, 3% rostered projection right now. You could get nasty and run it with AJ Brown and Devonta Smith and Kyler run back. If you wanted to, you could I'm going to do AJ Brown and Dallas Goddard because the Cardinals are dead last against the tight end position. I'm going to go AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard with Kyler Murray and Kyler Murray. <laughs> it, it moved. It moved. It moved. Um, yeah, where where can people find you, good sir? Uh, everything's on Twitter at Bo underscore McBigTime. I love it. Go follow him. And uh, while you're at it, please, we're on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network's Fantasy Football YouTube channel. Jingle that bell, like, subscribe. Right, our channels have more, uh, a lot more than this channel. Let's get this channel going, right? Let's let's get it popular and get people uh, here to the for the broadcast. We'll see you guys next week, and I think our our show might be. Uh, a little bit different. It might be the NFL Week 6 DFS show. I don't know. Don't spoil it. I, oh, man. Damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Not again.